Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome you. Porch Talk. I hope that's on there. I'm going to keep it on there. Yeah. This is your host, Alan, and... uh Got a uh, got Cole with me here. Hey. Cole, how goes it? Flannel, fancy Spider-Man glass. We're gonna roll out to uh, Monson and Brothers for some Oktoberfest action here in just a little bit. Yep, and we and we've got some we've got some festive uh, beer steins to enjoy it out of. That is uh, that is correct. And so, uh, guys, we got a. Uh, I got a couple of topics. I wanted to start on Cole. I didn't tell him this, but uh, props to you, brother. Appreciate it, man. Is, uh, you know, about six months ago, I didn't know what the heck he was going to be doing, but uh, it seems like uh, the stars have aligned for you. It seems like you've really gotten your stuff together here lately. Yeah, I mean, um, kind of the way I think about it is like one man's trash and another man's treasure, kind of in that sense, while everybody... Half half of everybody's got an opinion, popular opinion, what's going on in the world. Meanwhile, the rest of us are just trying to struggle every day to make a living, right? Mm-hmm. So, like I said, what may appear as trash, everything going on in the world to some is a very fortunate time for me, right? Not that I'm benefiting from it, but I'm putting in the efforts to benefit from it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Just as if I would if it was any other time. There's no difference. But, like I said... Right now, there's a lot of negativity all over the place, a lot of popular opinion, a lot of swayed opinion, you know, so, like I said, what may appear to some as trash or just blasphemy and garbage, every negativity out going in the world, me personally, I, I ignore it and just keep rolling, man, and it's been very prosperous. I mean, you kind of hit it vaguely. I want to see, was there a specific turning point or person or just a no or something that happened that really puts you in the direction you are now? Yeah, so um, a couple of things happened. And, of course, you know, like the last episode or whatever. And, I mean, I still very strongly feel that way, right, as far as military and service and everything we discussed, like, absolutely. But, um, I mean, it comes as no surprise I have hypothyroidism. There's nothing I can do about it. I mean, and and unfortunately— which is crazy to some people because they're like, what? Like, but yeah, I mean, it, it, even though there's a large lack of volunteers and people, there's still not going to something like that. You got a guy that's 29 years old mm-hmm. who has already been out of the military for, uh, let's see, 18, 19, 23 years now. Well, you know, it's for according to my contract. Um <sighs> They can turn around and they can go get a 18-year-old high school student who graduated. Well, I mean, there's a, also a mass resignation of people right now in all branches of the military. Yeah. Well, you know, that one uh, lieutenant colonel, you know. He's, and he's by the brig. way, uh, they say the brig, and I think that's the media uh, putting it mildly to uh, distract people. He's in military prison. 
No, no, no. That's, that's yeah, the and it's called the brig. But yeah. a lot, like, just common people don't really maybe understand what that means. Is of, and you can correct me here. Is when you join forces, you go into court as someone who is in, in armed forces yeah. is a lot different than being tried because you're guilty to a proven innocent. Yeah, in so a sense. it's um. I guess a good a good excuse, or I'm sorry, excuse a good comparison or something to kind of look to is like let's think let's talk about teachers for example, sure. a tenured teacher, somebody that's been at this school who's been an educator for years. They're obviously well versed and dug in deep into this school whatever program, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, and let's say it wasn't anything criminal, but that teacher or that staff is being you know called out or addressed for conduct regarding something in the policy of the school or whatever else, right? Mm-hmm. So what appears to some, which may seem like uh, kind of, uh, you know, the odds are stacked against them, right? Because uh, what do they say? You, you're, tri- you're tried by a, you know, by a jury of your peers, mm-hmm. you know, so... The military, it's a little different, right? Um, but it's still that kind of same mindset, right? You're, you're an employee. You're you're a contracted employee, so you're almost like you're tenured to a certain degree, right? And also, it's a very political thing, even though it 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 it, it isn't, but it is. Uh, like what you do, let's say, uh, and I, I believe that that lieutenant colonel he did nothing wrong. All he was asking for was accountability. Absolutely, and honestly, I I, I just I'm kind of shocked and astounded at at, at uh, that because I mean that's something that uh, accountability is something that is taught and highly highly valued and focused on in the Marine Corps, for example. Uh, and and one one awesome huge realistic example of why is the over eighty thousand different weapons equipment, vehicles, and everything else that was left for the Taliban or left, so they say. I'm, I'm pretty I'm still, I'm pretty sure that that was a, a plan. Because um, we're talking about, you know, multiple rotary combat aircraft, up-armored vehicles, over 60,000 different small arms munitions. Oh, uh, and I, I, I'll put this on uh, the Discord, by the way. If if you want to follow Porch Talk uh, memes, Discord information, uh, I link all these things. Uh, I, I have a, a photo of... The stats? The stats of all yeah. the equipment from helicopters all the way down to walkie-talkies. And it is a ridiculous amount of money. That was uh, spent oh. to have that equipment and just to abandon it. Mm-hmm. So, and that's that's what I was kind of shocked about. Was well, it goes back to Bagram, and that was his whole yeah. thing: was why did we desert Bagram? Ah, dude. And like, it, it seemed to me, and I don't want to go off into this any any kind of time, mm-hmm. uh, but it seems like everything that you should have done to exit Afghanistan to end the war was done in reverse. Yeah, or just done completely wrong. I mean, that, honestly, I mean, dude. First, let's get our people out, and slow, it's a slow evacuation. Because if we pulled our Air Force out, mm-hmm. 
And the, we have the greatest Air Force in the world. Mm-hmm. And that was the big back for the Afghan troops yeah. was our Air Force. Yeah. And so we basically just shat all over our allies. And the thing is, it's like America, we, especially in like the Marine Corps, we pride ourselves on being a global response force, a 911 for the world. And, and I hope we stop that now. Yeah. Well, and, and, and so going off on that, though, having those locations like that, not only are you building partnerships with coalition forces and stuff like that, you're extending the foothold, and it's not like – it's not like when Bagram was there. We're not pushing out troops into the nearest cities and stuff like that. No, that's stabilized there for coalition forces inside the UN to stage, you know, not necessarily always including military movements. I mean, you know, we could have, you know, we could establish aid from those strategic areas, but it helps us gain a foothold over, over you know, the globe, and right? The, the geographical oddity of Bagram, surrounded by landmines, surrounded by mountains, it is just such a key point in Afghanistan. Yeah. And by the way, if we want to get into the history of uh, these nations going to Afghanistan, no one has ever went and won. It goes all the way back to the Roman Empire. Oh, yeah. So that is something that is very, very interesting uh, history-wise. Afghanistan is a country that's never been conquered. Um. One reason why is the terrain is very vast and immense in comparison to places. Like, for example, we train in the Mojave Desert in California to somewhat get a kind of a degree of a similar, but it's, even though it's kind of similar, it's still a little different. With your tour, you were Iraq or Iran? No, no. So I did what's called, uh, I was part of a Marine Expeditionary Unit. Uh, So I was on two of them. So I was in... Uh, the Mediterranean Sea, the Gulf of Aden, uh, the what you call it, Red Sea, all all those areas pushing out operations into uh, some of the European countries for training. Uh, I'm sorry, European, but like France, Spain, Italy mm-hmm. for training. Uh, Baltic areas like Albania, mm-hmm. um, mostly for training coalition forces, partner forces. Um, but at the time when I was doing it, that is when Libya was going off pretty hard, Gaddafi, all that stuff. So the movie 13 Hours, mm-hmm. you know, we were off the coast, I don't know, a few miles off the coastline, just geared just up, ready, ready to go. Um, and there's been some other stuff like uh, the... Uh, Israel's always had that Iron Dome defense system. Oh, I love it. It's like Star Wars. Yeah, but uh, so we actually got turned around uh, because we were the only, I guess, QRF, like, ground-based element or what we call battalion landing team close, so we had to be on standby for when they started lobbing rockets into Palestine, you know, years ago. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like... Uh, Jordan, Oman, some of the other Middle Eastern countries have been there, checked it out terrain-wise. But like I said, it's one thing, it's a place that's never been conquered because one factor is the terrain. Mm -hmm. Two is like the embedded population, right? You're talking about generations of generations of generations of hard men. That's right. right? And the thing is, it's like in those those countries, right, the the Middle Eastern, the uh, Islamic 
right? Like they're they're huge devout believers that like, for example, women don't have a lot of rights like they do here well, no. in the United States. Well no. So you have a large country that's very vast and immense terrain wise. Um and it's generations of hard men where literally a country where like the men are the focal point as far as like you know war and work and all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. um you but, know back in the 6th you, you know, know before that and, and just with that just with uh islamic culture i mean that that's my background you know that's that's what i, that's what I studied in college was uh intercultural studies uh, yeah. just for missions and things of that nature uh and i'm i'm well aware of the quran and i'm 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 well aware of uh uh, what these men believe, yeah. and I want I want people to understand that all these rights and all this activism that has been taking place over the past I don't know it's been a long haul for uh, gay rights. It's been a long haul it, just here in America for these rights. I want I want you to understand that uh, none of those rights that we are exercising here in America uh, you would. You'd be castrated and have your throat slit mm-hmm. in that country. And if you don't believe me, just read the Quran. It's Muhammad verbatim. Yeah, I mean, it, it, all you got to do and is... So all these people that shill for Palestine, mm-hmm. that are shilling for Afghanistan, of that culture, that religion... Yeah. And I have a lot of Muslim friends. I have uh, that uh, worship here at the uh, Startville uh, Mosque mm-hmm. of... I'm good with our Muslim brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. I have no beef. I understand their religion. Uh, I don't agree. I, I come from a Judeo-Christian background. That's my belief. They come from a uh, Jude- Judaistic background as well. It just mm-hmm. took a different divide at, uh, at Isaac and Ishmael. It's pretty much where the great divide is. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm telling you, uh, they are 100% opposite of what we believe. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, like I said, it's a lot different and it's a unconquered country and it's been that way for quite some time. And I think it'll remain that way. But the one thing that's very interesting about the equipment and everything to me and then I want to get off of it is it seems like, well, it sure was easy for China just to walk right in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it's, like well, I said, it's well. just, you know, I try not to focus too much on that kind of stuff right now, you know, because I'm, like I said, like in the well, beginning, like... What can we do? You know, exactly. And, and here's the thing. And there's all this negativity and yeah. all this I out mean, there. You know, because God I forbid uplift you, you, you make an opinion about it, like you, they castrate you for whatever. But that's... Or if you're a woman, if you walk out without your... Burka. Yeah. Burka, yeah. Um, well, you, you'll be dead real quick. But uh, I guess to go back, though, um, so... With me personally, yeah, I was, I, I was making attempts a lot, or I'm sorry, making gaining more ground and more success than I had in the past. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, in the end, hypothyroidism won. So, and here's the thing, you know, a lot of people they ha- they put all their hope and their dreams and everything. They put all those eggs in that one basket, and when they when they trip and they fall and they bust all the eggs in the basket, like they're left with nothing. 
And, and something that I've been really good about is, is I still reserve a little bit for myself. If this doesn't work out, I still have this to do. And I can, there's things that I can do here. There's things that I can do now, right? And, mm-hmm. You know, it's not the plan that I wanted originally. That's okay. But it's okay. Um, so, so obviously, like, you know, getting back in the military, not really going to happen. And it, that's okay. Um, I'm fine with it, and like I said, you know, there's obviously it's not that big of a deal because does, does there's still good people. To, does it feel good to put it to bed? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, just get that. Get you know, like the way my mind works is like constant. I'm laying in bed. It's like, oh, did I lock my door? Did I do this? Like, and, and, and oh, it's stuff like that. Yeah, and I'm still thinking about stuff like that. Like, blah blah blah. But finally, settle it, get it out, boom. So, right, me the way I operate is like, what's next? All right, so what am I doing? Mm-hmm. So since then, uh, the first thing that was kind of an eye-opening kind of thing um, was I did some training mm-hmm. um, with the fire department uh, for a countywide search and rescue team, right? So we did some land navigation. We were in the woods for a day. You know, we are doing all this kind of stuff. Very familiar with it because of my navigation and stuff like that being in the infantry and marine corps and not only growing up in ethelsville and pickensville exactly you know just and basic like you know you're you're knowing your key to you know knowing your key terrain features knowing your cardinal directions being able to kind of like kind of self-locate with only a certain amount of information right Mm -hmm. like um and and that's just something that's just that's just good old boy survival right you walking through the woods with your dad yeah where does moss grow exactly moss on the north side um uh, you know your um your your streams your creeks you know you're looking at the flow of the water sun the moon yeah all that kind of stuff man so uh, that kind of sparked my my mind and it's the uh the uh the day that I got out of that class, we had like, we had, it was like a Monday, Tuesday, we were off Wednesday, and then we went back Thursday and Friday or something, something like that. Um, so the first call I got out was almost, essentially everybody from that class, we had to go out like for real, for work. Not that we were called because of search and rescue, but due to the events, we almost it was ironic that we were in this class because we almost had to actually utilize the tactics and stuff that we learned in that class because the plane crash, which I'm not going to venture into, it's still under investigation. So, mm-hmm. and, but due to the obviously big rural area, right, and and due to that, the kind of uh, not having all the information there, we, we actually had to. I had to pretty much self-navigate. I was the first one there, push into the tree line and just kind of get a general heading and then basically uh, establish a pace count and start pushing into there and start seeing sign and markings until I initially walked up on the crash site and I was able to, you know, basically based off the distance and my pace count and everything, I was kind of able to give like a, a rough estimate of my exact location and pass that on to other people so that way they could get there and bring those resources and equipment and everything. Mm-hmm. So, however, before that, I have had a, I wouldn't necessarily call it a backup plan. I've always had like an aspiration, something that I've been very, very, very um, interested in doing one day. 
Um, Does this have anything to do with cooking? That, well, that's like a... So, I like to organize. So, I have like personal goals, and then I have like professional goals. Oh, absolutely. I you know what we, I mean? You know, so... Um, and, you know, like right now, like me living by myself, you know, all this other stuff, like it's very easy for me to focus more on kind of more on my professional goals, right? Like I, you know, and uh, and that's okay. So um, with that being said, for the past, I don't know, six to eight months, uh, I've been kind of Frankenstein in this plan, right, for... <sighs> What can I do? What can I offer? How do I basically put myself in the position to provide the best service that I can of myself to the agency that I work for? Um, military background, infantry. I've been on two different SWAT teams. I was a canine handler. I was part of a unit that was very tactical and stuff like that. We did we did a lot of stuff with the marshals and other three-letter agencies. So... And just to back this up just for a second, just what I started out this with was I'm insanely proud of you right now because mm-hmm. uh, three months ago or two months ago, whenever the last time we sat down together uh, in just conversation with mutual friends such as Blake, is like low-key, a little concerned for Co. Yeah. Um, but it seems like at that time in your life, you had one foot on the track and one foot off. But now it seems like you've got both feet. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, man especially for anybody personally that has struggles in their life. Something that I devoutly believe is that every now and then you got to get a little lost before you can really find yourself. Right. right. That. So and and you know if you if you if you go forward into life thinking that you you know that everything's just going to work out like I said putting all those eggs in that basket. Hmm. Paul Dan, my friends, but you know, you're gonna be fucked when you drop that basket. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta reserve some of you. You gotta reserve some of yourself. And you also have to set ulterior goals to benefit from. Mm-hmm. And then number one thing is take yourself out of the equation, right? Mm-hmm. It's not what can you do for you, what can you do for everyone else around you? What how can you be beneficial to the people around you well i mean that's that's thinking like realistically how a humanity and a human in society is supposed to work because of a lot of people and we're getting in the culture now uh there's a big uh it's just a really bad take um people are attacking joe rogan left and right just for him speaking out about freedom and all this and that, hoo-ha, la-di-da-di-da, who cares? But this is the thing, and you said it, is the human, your job on this earth is to bring something of value to society. And your amount of worth and what you should be paid is the amount of value you bring to the table. And so whenever you are jealous are envious of what another makes or uh, what another has and you don't, you need to check yourself because they're not the problem. It's 
And a lot of people, you know, this there's this whole equity and inclusiveness idea that we're pushing. That's probably going to go through. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something about both of those things. It doesn't work because life isn't fair and this world isn't fair. Exactly. And you can't manipulate nature and this world to make things fair. If you if and I'll, I'll believe this to be true when they speak like this is to make it fair with the exception of the elites they'll take everything from the middle and low class and we'll all be serfs and we'll all have nothing and that is the idea of equity and i'm telling you the american dream is beginning to die it's beginning to die you know and funny you say that because i feel like we kind of tapped on that just a tad the last time we got together we were just talking about and I'm pro- I think I even mentioned like the American dream, but I was just, you know, we were talking about the the day of the volunteer is gone, mm-hmm. you know, just a, it, but very similar. So, absolutely. Yeah, and I want to move on in the culture. Or did you have anything else that you wanted to? I, no, I mean just to kind of just to kind of put a cap on that. Um, so, like I said, you know, you got to like bust your face to figure out what. And I, like I said, um, amen. So. Um, did the search and rescue thing, got that spun up, started working out. Uh, a brainchild that I've had, uh, one of my mentors, he was my former commander. Um, great guy, great friend, has always been there for me, and that's Archie Williams. You, As you know, you've met Archie, the Jaguar, um, right? Um, that is so dope. Yeah, I'm just, you know, he's just a, I, I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's an average man. He's not superhuman. I mean... I, I mean, I would argue that. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, maybe he did beat Chuck Norris in a fist fight, but I mean, you know, <laughs> um, you know, um, but the thing is, is, is he, so um, something I've had aspirations of doing is I've always wanted to be a part of something from its inception forward, right? I wanted to plant that seed and watch it grow and bear fruit. So, what are we doing? No, absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This, absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. I mean, but yeah, in, But even in your professional work. Now. Exactly. So, um, like I said, a lot of tactical experience, military, law enforcement. So, I've been pushing very, 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 very hard for something kind of like that. However, I have my own style and my own flavor, mm-hmm. right? So, it's not going to be like, you know, like you're thinking, like, din 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 Like, this isn't... Cue up the Rambo soundtrack. Yeah, so um, I'm working on a project. Um, I'm going to leave, I mean, obviously for people that know me, I mean, they know who I work for, but uh, just take out the name of the agency. It's called an ERT, very approachable name, right? ERT stands for Emergency Response Team. What that also it makes it available to is we're not your, you know, yes, we will be the dudes that knock on your door with a big metal uh, uh, door tool, but um, at the same time too, we offer. I tell my guys and my team, I tell them, I said, you guys need to imagine. Yes, you are. You are the knife. You are the blade. However, you're a, you are a Swiss Army knife. There are many uses for you. Mm. So it's not about how good can you pull a trigger, how decisive can you be in a tactical situation. It's about um, search and rescue. It's about adding 
more steps and more tactics to safely employ in these in, in these situations that we're finding ourselves in law enforcement today and how we can continue to do this job and keep people safe example I'll give you a, I'll give you this happened Wednesday night and it was funny because I've been working on this project for a while now um, and the we were very unsure if it was going to go anywhere um, so one of my my they, me and another guy, we are both in command of this team, commander, assistant commander. Because he's been with the agency longer than me and he's of rank, he's the commander, I'm the assistant commander, right? Mm-hmm. So we um, <clears throat> we agreed that we were going to let him kind of do the initial sales pitch, right, for this. Sure. Um, and we uh, 100% thought going into this well, there was no hope. You know, but my philosophy was we can't say we tried until we try, right? And, you know, makes total sense. So, um, but reluctantly, they went Wednesday and they had uh, dinner with um, you know the one and two man of our agency, and they were very positive. They, there was a lot of positivity. There was a lot of positive feedback. There was a lot of support. There was a lot of uh, a positive opinion. There was a lot. It was received very well. So it blew my mind, and it was so crazy. So Wednesday, and just to kind of give people an idea of like what I'm what I'm talking about, like as far as like tactics, how how do people get the words tactics and tactical confused? But tactics and tactical does not always include like weapons and stuff like this i mean it's tactics it's maneuvers it's procedures right so um example wednesday night we had a guy him and his wife got into uh got into a fight whatever which is most calls for law enforcement is domestic domestic um so uh the only issue with this one was i couldn't imagine anything more frightening because you never know what you're really getting yourself into oh they're they're i mean in the mental state of the people involved at that time and how crazy it could possibly be absolutely statistically in the united states domestic violence is one of the most highest dangerous calls to respond to and it's the most call yeah it's the biggest call i'm sorry go ahead uh no so um my, two of my guys get there. I was going to go by and like check on them before I went to a call uh, for an alarm call, whatever. As it turns out, the wife, or sorry, girlfriend, had um, she grabbed one of the kids and she ran outside. He was inside the camper. He has guns in there. and Of course he does. The thing is that... Stay strapped is a good thing. Yeah, nobody's opposed to that. However, the only issue was is... There was possibility that he had choked her, strangulation, which is a felony, right? It's not a good. No, and um, he was refusing to come out. So, which is also not good at this point. Yeah. So when I show up, I got my guys. They're out there doing their thing, and honestly, I was so proud of them because they don't have anywhere near the experience that I have. And for them to kind of see how they approached it, I was very pleased. So were y'all breaking down doors and trying to get in there like it was some kind of action military movie? Mm-mm. So how'd it go down? Like, uh, well, when I showed up, I kind of saw what I had going on. I made two attempts over the PA loudspeaker to bring her ass him, outside, call him out. You know, my formal uh, call out. You know, this is the blah blah blah, blah sheriff's department. Step outside, with your hands up. Um, you know, blah 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 blah. All right, did that twice. He doesn't listen. All right, me. 
I'm not going to sit here and beat a dead horse. I move to the rear, grab my gear, throw everything on, swap out, grab my rifle, move to cover. As I'm moving to cover, I tell my guys, hey, dude, you put your uh, you know, holster, your sidearm. I need you to get your less lethal shotgun that has uh, beanbag rounds, right? And then the other one, I was like, you need to switch your rifle. I said, you need to, I said, I need you stationary. I said, I need you being able to move if I need you to move. Mm -hmm. They received my instruction very well. I moved to another cover position and we had everything covered and I started doing what, you know, I started doing negotiations. I'm not a trained negotiator, but I am a human and I understand and respect. If you ever need a trained negotiator, you just holler. Yeah. (laughs) I'm good. Um, so I can make a deal. I was uh, I was able to like you know establish rapport, which is like number one, uh, the number one like yeah they goal. have to trust you exactly. I was able to establish a rapport with him, and I mean very brief, man, probably maybe thirty minutes in total from the time I started talking to him to the time he came out. Um, was man, hey look, hey look, dude, like just come on outside. You're not gonna go to jail. We're going to give you an opportunity to talk. We just need you to... We need we need to see you so we can see if you have guns, weapons. If you don't, man, we can, we'll deal with it, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we did what we did, and he came on out. And I told my guys like, after it, because they were a little confused, because that was like... Well, like, and how, how high is, uh, you know, stress and adrenaline? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's skyrocketing at this point. And that's what's kind of... And that's another thing about your team and maybe even your liter- leadership to... Uh, talk about it. It's like uh, cool hand Luke's. Everyone did their part. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I understand these guys are probably a little bit more uh, spiked than I am, but yeah, I mean, you're trained exactly. In so the Marines. It, it's a it's a little bit easier for me to kind of relax and be comfortable in those moments. Sure. Not, not, I mean, you know, not like completely laxated, but still. Sure. Um, but, you know, we did debrief. We did talk about it. And, you know, there were some questions because, like, one of the guys, that's, like, the first time he's ever dealt with a barricaded subject, right? Mm. Um, so, you know, and and I kind of explained to him. I was like, man, look, that right there, I'll take that as a win every day, all day, all day, every day. Sure. He's like, well, why didn't he go to jail? Because, like, he didn't come out. Dude, we don't – you have discretion. I said, but here's the thing. That's what negotiations are for. Mm-hmm. You're, if it were that easy, you'd be like, hey, man, come on out. All right, hey, get, yeah, yeah, no on. problem. Yeah. yeah. So that's what negotiations are for. And it was done in a very timely and a very professional manner. We utilized special tactics. We took our time. We did it right. We did it safe. Everybody went home. Perfect. And that is exactly what I'm pushing for. We need that. Instead of throwing a freaking missile at the door right i'm inserting a strategic surgical tool to get through this obstacle mm-hmm. instead of just blowing it out of the way or avoiding it altogether. um so and uh that's something i've been very passionate very spirited about and i've been working on it for about six to eight months and it's finally come to life i called archie and you know i told him i was like man he goes man i'm, I'm proud of you i'm very proud too, of, i'm so proud of you he's uh like just just talking to you on the phone the other day to take it back three months is uh i'm a lot happier to talk to you because i mean uh you seem distressed mm-hmm. 
and you seemed out of yourself, and now you seem like you're walking right into yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, here's my thing. And, of course, you know, anybody, right? Like, if something happened, you know, at work that was positive, that's going to change the, you know, the overall climate of endorphins at the entire, you know, workplace, right? Like, everybody's going to be a sure. little happier because everybody got, like, a $2 raise, right? So, um, so yeah, I mean, you know, that right there, that, that just... Me and you've talked about religion and stuff like that, and I'm a true believer in this. And it's that everything happens for a reason. There is a purpose, and we sh- and struggle is our best teacher. Human beings are meant to suffer. Mm-hmm. Life is suffering. And if I was to take it to my beliefs, uh, Jesus Christ, the ultimate sufferer, Suffer, he gave it all. Yeah, for all. Um, uh, yeah. So, can we take it to culture? Absolutely. And just in closing that out, real quick. Just, I know I said that before. Yeah. But now we're gonna take the bookmark out. Oh, we're gonna tear go. it in half. Uh-huh. I'm gonna throw it out. Right. But okay, so guess. yeah. So uh, yeah, man. No. Open the chapter for me. So hopefully it all works out. And uh, here pretty soon, once I'm comfortable, uh, give it about a month. We're drawing up a formal proposal. I got a lot of stuff I've been working on. Once everything gets well, that's going, exciting. yeah. Once everything gets to going, I will. Um, I will definitely uh, be kind of putting it out there, so that way we can get some support and outside funding. You know, a meet and greet kind of thing. Want to be very open with the public we want to have cooperation definitely going to bring you know your actually your company as well as Ford county in be, for specific reasons like yeah. okay if dingus does not want to come out we'll shut his lights off how Boop. about that now he will freeze all right <laughs> you want have, to come out we're have, out here roasting marshmallows we have light out here my yeah. friend come on come on bring your cockroaches so uh <laughs> But yeah, man, um, dude. So th- that that's new. So that military didn't work out. I started doing things at work, got better, and you know, like I said, it, it, everything's good to go. I got to talk the culture war with you. And guys, I want to tell you this is uh, um, just out the gate. I want to tell you that uh, toxic masculinity is a myth, mm-hmm. and everything that uh, feminism is doing is going in the opposite direction of what it should. Um, as far as, uh, the attractiveness, sure, go ahead. As far as the attractiveness to, um, male to female or female to male. Now, if you're male to male or female to female or transgender, transgender, uh, you do you, that's fine. No hate here. But I'm telling you is like, uh, there, there is a resurgence. It seems like at least in my mind of a real man wanting a real woman. And a real woman desiring a real man. And so with pop culture today, uh, it, it just it shits all over our, our idea of what it means to, to be a man. And uh, even defining what it is to be a man. And I'll start here with the new 007 film. Is uh, uh, I won't watch it, and I'm a 007 fan. And let me tell you this: It's like, why do we like 007 on N64? Goldeneye, you remember playing that game? Absolutely. Wasn't it fun with your friends? Oh, for sure. Why did you like 007? I mean, 
I mean, he was. He wasn't was, he guy, wasn't he the guy that got the girl? Absolutely. I mean, he was he, more than one. He was cunning. He was yeah. sexy. Yeah. He got laid. Exactly. All it was the time. Like, all the time. Yeah. And he was double agent, triple literally agent, with whatever like, agent. Literally would like <laughs> blow on a woman and be like instantly. Sleep with me. Yeah. Boom. Just like okay, that. Okay, I will. Exactly. So, I mean, that's the point. Now, in the trailer for the upcoming 007, he's riding bitch on a motorcycle. Now, granted, at least it's not another guy driving. It's a girl driving, and at least he has his hands on the hip. Mm-hmm. But in an interview before that, they asked him, "Is like, Okay, so uh, 007, I mean, could you ever see 007 being in the female role? Like, and he, he gave a halfway good answer. He was like, instead of just recreating 007, why don't you just create something new? Yeah. Which is where I believe that you and I stand. And I'll take this to music, to Christmas music, is we still sing Christmas songs from the 50s and 60s. The latest uh, Christmas song that wasn't redone is Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. And so that tells me that culture has been stagnating in our nation for over uh, 60 years. Oh, yeah. And so, and that's just in music. Now, I'm not saying like, okay, you have indie music, you got rock, pop, hip hop, all that. That's not stagnated, but just think about that cultural phenomenon. Now, you have uh, Disney and Marvel. Uh, they completely ruined Star Wars. And uh, I'm not a big fan of what they've been doing with the Marvel Universe lately. It's been incredibly disappointing. So, to jump on the 007 thing, first off, I agree 100% with Daniel Craig uh, when he made that remark. And here's my question. I don't think it was strong enough. Why can't and I, it? Why and, I, can't? and I believe he could have been more strong. Yeah. If he wanted to. If he wanted to. And uh, He was playing it safe. Yeah. But why can't there be a 008? Why can't there be a 009? Or 006. First off, it is no it is no uh secret that in the in the Pierce Bronze, Bronson uh 007s, his boss, the director of MI6 was a a female. Was the uh, I can't remember her name, but she's in a lot of movies, right? Um so with that Huh? Is what it is. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is like, why can't that be? Like, why? Why is it? Why is it that way? Like, I don't. I don't understand. Like, why? Well, I mean, can't... That's, that's just where our pop culture is. That's what our yeah. culture is perpetuating right now. And I believe that China is laughing at us because they are the ones that perpetuate. And, and God bless you if you have TikTok. No. TikTok. Oh, I don't have that. But I'm telling you, like, people send me these TikTok videos all the time, and sometimes they're funny, and sometimes I wish you would just stop. But I'm going to tell you this, everything that has been infiltrated with our pop culture has come over from China. And here I go, let me put my tinfoil hat on. They're turning the frogs gay! <laughs> no, yeah. it's, I'm not Alex Jones in you, but I'm telling you is, uh, you hear all this talk about civil war within the U.S. And people don't understand that we have literally been in a civil war for three years uh, there has actually been shootings in the Pacific Northwest. I believe it. Uh, in this left versus right, that is actual kinetic warfare. Mm-hmm. It was the left shooting someone because they were a Trump supporter. There's a Trump supporter, get him, got shot and killed. Now, it wasn't covered by the mainstream media, and that's because Antifa is a myth. Mm. Although it seems to exist. 
But it was also crazy to me that in New York, with the vaccine mandates, that BLM and Trump supporters came together because vaccine mandates are racist, boys and girls. And if you like vaccine mandates, you are a segregationist and you're racist because a majority of uh, blacks and Hispanics are non-vaccinated. And I do not blame the unvaccinated black people because of the Tuskegee trials that gave them syphilis and the government did not heal them. Look that up for yourself, the Tuskegee trials. Fact check me. And uh, I'm a, back to culture is... All this, uh, people don't understand warfare. Mm-hmm. There's kinetic, which is physical, but there's also, uh, you can take it to as a TikTok video, as a Twitter post, and all these things, because of the internet and because of social media, the way that we do warfare now is completely different. Absolutely. You can wage war without ever lifting a fist now. From miles away. And so the power of the United States, in my opinion, has been in a civil war since mm, 2017. Well, I'll tell you something else to caveat that. Um, what has also increased is uh, inf- information warfare um, and just how influential now more than any other time in our history as a... <coughs> As a as a rate as a species, humans and all of our entirety on this planet, information is more powerful. Word is more powerful now. We give it. More I would power. say the meme is the most powerful right yeah, now. Yeah, we kind of jumped on that. So definitely, definitely new age. Um, but you know, I you know me, you know me. I got I, I, I gotta I gotta make my I gotta make my stand, okay, with the with the Marvel stuff, right? I mean, you know me. Here's my thing. Comic book nerd over here. Here's my thing, and this Did is all. Did Brie I'm Larson not ruin Captain Marvel? I, you know what? I'm, Captain Marvel is a dude. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, look. So here's the thing. Obviously, like for one thing, and this is what I will say, like right now with the Loki TV show. Oh, that um, Loki was good. In game, everything else, we got introduced. In, we got introduced into the multiverse, right? So that means, obviously, what we learned in Loki is there are variants of yourself and across yeah, the span of multiverses, right? Let me let me tell you this about uh, the Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and uh, this is what defiled it to me. You've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that scene with the guy that shows up on the mar- on the motorcycle and makes a snide cor- uh, comment toward Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. What does she do in the following scene? I can't remember. Oh, she's riding that motorcycle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not heroic. Mm. That's, that's a villain. That's not even anti-hero. You took a perfectly good v- hero mm. and made them villainous. For what? Power grab. It'd be like, and it's a cultural thing. It was a very feministic thing, and I'm telling you, that is not attractive to men. Yeah, well, and maybe that's the point. And maybe that's why I hated that film so much. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll, I'll be and so like. Granted, I'm really excited about the new Venom. Oh yeah, I, with um, Carnage. I'm looking forward to that. And I will say this: overall, the film overall. Um, no, I wasn't really strongly invested it's, in it. It sucked. But this is where I stand with Marvel right now. And Brie Larson sucks. Here's Sorry. the thing. 
You see. It's not fair. And I know you said a while ago life's not fair, but here's why it's not fair. It ain't color of your skin. A couple years back, no, a couple years back, you and I, when I had my trailer, we were sitting there, and we did a video, one of the first videos that we did on Facebook Live, we did, and it was in, I guess, in remembrance of Stan Lee, who is the, the father of modern mythology, mm-hmm. who is the creator of Spider-Man, the Fantastic Four, all these things that you know and love in Marvel. Oh, we're about to go that. to X-Men, aren't we? Yeah. Well, no, Ooh. here's the thing. No, it's not even... I'm not even going to do that. What is wrong right now is this was made, this was created, By and, his. It, and it flourished for years. Right now, Marvel has, I mean... Gone to shit? Wait, what I'm saying is it's like... It's no longer just a comic. We have an entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have TV shows. There are clothes and books and comics and games and Roller coasters. Exactly. Theme parks, everything. Here's my thing. You're taking a dead man's dream and every... I mean, dude, you got to understand, this man... First off... What we were talking about, I don't personally know like any like professional artists, but I can tell you just from just a hip shot guess, that's probably you know a shot in the dark if you're an artist, right? Like to to take that chance to make that your your claim to fame. Like, hey, I'm gonna draw pictures and paint stuff, and maybe I'll maybe it'll all work out, right? Like, was, well, you gotta think about like Jim Lee. I don't was, was Stanley actually drawing. Or was he just the mind behind it that was writing? I, I don't know enough to really calculate. I, I think he was more of the writer and like the founder of the Marvel Universe yeah. and doing the drawing. It was more people like Jim Lee, right? What I'm getting at, though, is this. Is regardless, that man... And my point with this, and I, I hate to interrupt. It, it, go, you, I tell you what, go ahead. Go, well, I'm sorry. Well, what I'm saying is that man, like he put, you know, he put faith and confidence and everything into this... And this little project that years later has expanded into this entire like universe of toys and movies and books and games and everything. And now I watched Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. Oh yeah, still great. My favorite. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess I was too young then, but Stan Lee was in that movie. Every single one of them. Almost every movie up till I think. Ragnarok, he had made a cameo in. Yeah. So, but here's my thing. Football. How have we changed the game of football? There's been some changes to some of the rules I think, I think to make the things biggest, safer. The, yeah, we have the targeting call now. Right. But. You also have NIL. But what you didn't do is you didn't say, all right, you guys can't physically tackle each other anymore now don't leave with the crown you know what i'm saying and that's what you're doing to marvel i mean that's what they're doing you know and here's the thing the man's not here Uh, to speak for himself i'm gonna tell you this is like with uh with disney uh with walt disney and i hear they're trying to reanimate the son of a bitch did you see that Mm -mm. and i i don't mean son of a bitch you talking about disney no, I'm talking about Walt Disney. Like, uh, yeah, you know, he was he was he was in a chirogenic. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was frozen. Uh huh. And his idea was, 
when the science is ready, bring me back to life. And I was like, oh, God, what the hell are we doing? And now they're supposedly trying to do it. Um, that uh, That's fun knowledge to kick around, but uh, don't put a whole lot of stock in that. I doubt it works, but who knows? I mean... Uh, Hey, look, we'll give it a shot. We'll hook up some we'll give a shot. And so I, I, I want to I finish, like, okay, you have Daniel Craig, uh, 007, uh, Brie Larson uh, with Captain Marvel. You had Amazon did a re-release of live action, if you will, of Cinderella, which was absolute garbage. I paid somebody 20 bucks if they could sit through it, and I did not have to pay them. Yeah. They did not make it 15 minutes in. That is how atrocious that film was. Yeah. It's all 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 this culture that we're given to our and our children really aren't even exception, I don't believe. I believe uh just a, a newborn if you were to take a, a toddler from 3 to oh let's say before they go to school, let's say 2 years old to 5 right before kindergarten and you know how much these kids love YouTube. Um and just watching these little children is, uh, I don't even think they're into this woke ideology, if you will, because it's, it's stupid. It doesn't make sense. It's illogical. It, and and, and it, it, it just does not stop. And so you have Marvel coming out now, which is a big part of Disney. And by the way, Disney ruined Star Wars. Seven, eight, nine was a complete catastrophe. And if you're excited about the Boba Fett series, I bet they fucked that up too. Uh, just saying. Sorry. Uh, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, even though uh, I don't allow it in my own house. You know what? Hmm. Uh, George Lucas is a Buddhist. Hmm. And Star Wars and the idea of the Force is a very Buddhistic... I love the films. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I were married with children, my children will not, are not allowed to watch that under my roof. But I mean, now because I, I do not teach Buddhistic principles. Now that you say that, though, I can kind of see it. Like I, it. it's totally there. Yeah, that, that's that's the force. It's it's Buddhism. Yeah, I just but the, like just to, just to my rant there. But just to go back to uh, Marvel, so X Men. Oh, they want to take out men because we have Chan Gray and Storm. We're gonna call them. They haven't said what they're gonna call them, but I I bet they call them X people. And by the way, Stan Lee said X-Men. That was Stan Lee's dream. If you don't like X-Men, come up with a new idea. Come up with a new universe. Step off Marvel. Don't change something just because a motherfucker died. Well, that's the thing, dude. I feel like, I feel like you know, I, that's the... And that's Jane Grey or Storm are two of the baddest motherfuckers in... The X Men universe. I mean, yeah, we we talked about Jane Grey's probably the baddest. Yeah, we talked about. Is she like Phoenix too, or some shit? Yeah, she's Phoenix. Uh, We talked about this the other day, man. There's like a lot of strong female, um, and and not just female too. And just so that I can expand this to make it fair for everyone, here's another thing that's vast and large. Marvel and and other types of comics and stuff like that what also do they introduce they introduce different races different cultures different made up fictional races and stuff Chadwick Boseman Black Panther Wakanda all these different play um the scrolls the, you know whatever mm-hmm. all these different races and cultures and everything else 
and you know some of these made-up fictional cultures and stuff like that are some of the most strongest and, and I mean so advanced. For example, the Wakandans were like vastly they literally more, hid themselves exa- from the they, rest of the world. They were Im- immensely like more sophisticated than any you know any other pretty much modern day society yeah. at that point in you know, time. Black Panther goes to America and he's like not impressed. Yeah. So and here's my <laughs> thing. It's not a it's not the whole thing of like let's throw this at it. It's that this was created a long time ago and it's been this way for a super long time and it works. It's prospered. We've and and, and it's and it's still draws the same attention that it did years ago, if not more now than ever because of the yes. Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Yes. And you have all this, and and it has been Iron Man and X Men, which is and my Superman, favorite Marvel movie, Spider Man and Wonder Woman, and th- and everybody ain't nobody bitched, not one time. Um, but now, now it's like, let's go back on hundred, you know, I wouldn't say hundred, but let's go back on years and years and years of of something that's been working, and let's fuck with it because now that. I was born in 2000, and now I'm 21 years old. I have an opinion on what something. First off, first off, you know what? You know what? Goofy, there's a bunch of shows that you didn't even know exist. Did you ever watch The NeverEnding Story? Did you ever watch The Big Green? Did you ever watch The Indian in the Cupboard? I guarantee you didn't. All staples in life, and if you ain't seen it, you're a... Anyways, but I'm just saying, why go back and meddle with history? That was That's what I called it the other day. That's, that's the whole point. Yeah. You're, you're meddling... With things that you don't even know about, it's, it's, it's like well, X Men offend me because there's Jane Grey and Storm. Well, dude, like read Stanley's comic and you'll know why. It's not that saying that X Men is all men. It has nothing to do with that. What are we? It just sounds dope. I bet Stanley ran X people through his mind. He's like, that sounds like <laughs> shit. Wait, I know what it's gonna be. Deadpool, X Force. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, it, probably, probably so. Ex- yeah, because yeah, it's already so. there. Yeah, it's, it's already, already there. Um, but no, this is what I'm. But like, say. you have all these woke Disney writers who ruin Star Wars, mm-hmm. who are gonna ruin Marvel. And by the way, did you know Superman? Let's go to DC for a minute. By the way, my one of my favorite uh, heroines is Wonder Woman. I love her lasso because when she puts it around, you have to tell the truth. Wonder Woman's one of the most badass superheroes, in my opinion. I love her. But uh, 1984 sucked a whole lot of cock. Yeah, it did. I was Look, dude, the whole bad guy... Okay, if you haven't seen it, don't. And I'm about to spoil it for you. Okay, so uh, this archaeologist discovered this rock. You can wish for whatever. And uh, the ultimate bad guy wished... To be like Wonder Woman, which is lame. Why would you wish to be like somebody else? That's stupid. And then the uh, the other uh, protagonist, or actually antagonist, wish to be the Wishing Stone. And that if you would ask him for anything, he would grant it to you, but at a cost. It was the monkey paw, if you would. And even Wonder Woman fell to the woe. And so the whole movie, the premise of it and everything about it, it should have never been done. It was just, it sucked ass. But anyway, uh, uh, we have Superman fighting Lobo, which is totally fine. But the pretext to Lobo is Superman is fighting the anti-vaxxers. 
There's no such thing as anti-vaxxers. These people are anti-mandate, and they believe in freedom and liberty above all, and they believe that if you want to get the vaccine, by all means, get it. And if you don't, cool. Stop forcing your opinions and your bullshit on other people. If you got the vaccine, great. You know what the efficacy rate of it? It's 42%. And you're dealing with possible heart problems and blood clots. You know what people are doing is they're 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 taking things and they're forging weapons out of war and and just segregation and separation and opinion. Well, I mean, if you was to take a historical stance on this, and by God, look, I'm uh, I'm for uh, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. I want them to succeed. I want them to do their very best. They are leading our nation. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, man, we Nancy want... Pelosi is uh, Speaker of the House and uh, uh, Chuck Schumer. Uh, I wish them all the best leading the Senate. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to tell you this. is, But when we have our uh, president, uh, leader of the free world, step out and uh, villainize the unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. And he said it's, it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. That sounds real familiar to me. If I was to go back to the 1930s, uh, when the specific someone started blaming the economy on the Jews, and they also blamed sickness on the Jews. Now, I'm not comparing uh, Joseph R. Biden to that specific person, Hitler, but, hmm, it sounds awfully... Somewhere. Something that I've, you've heard, we've all heard is history has a very. Uh, uh, I don't think it repeats itself, but it rhymes. There you go. That sounds that sounds better. Um, and you know, just to touch on this whole virus thing, and this is something that I feel. And we need to go, by the way. Yeah, I'm just going to end it with this. When you and I were kids growing up. Um, we got our vaccines. Well, yeah, you know, you get your, you get all that. Right? <laughs> and by the way, they worked. Yeah, hundred percent. Pretty like, sure. When's I the last lim- time you saw someone that had polio? Exactly. Or or, or measles. I could probably lick a or nut, uh, uh, chicken box, lick a like rusty nail right now and live to see a hundred. Who knows? I, you know. But here's the thing: other things are gonna. What I'm getting at is, this. I mean, like I've been on like planes. You know, I used to do missionary work, and I'm yeah. go to these countries and like. You know, get vaccinated for yellow fever and like all typhoid or whatever the fuck else. No issue with that. You know why? Because it works. Yeah. The efficacy rate of these vaccines, and mind you, I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-mandate. Uh, I'll be damned if someone tells me what to do with my body. It's like, well, Alan, you, uh, you, you smoke cigarettes. Uh, you, you drink beer. Uh, oh, Alan. Uh, your you your body's a temple. You're not taking care of it. Yeah, you're but a monster. <laughs> but uh, I take NAC, and if you don't know what that is, Google it. And it just got banned. You can't buy it on Amazon anymore. You can't buy it on Walmart. What NAC does? <coughs> look that up. <clears throat> it's a big long name that I can't pronounce. But uh, yes, I do drink. And by the way, I get paid to drink beer. I'm in the beer industry, and also. Uh, NAC is good for the liver. When I know I'm going to be out drinking, I take NAC. I take it every day. I'm about to run out because I can't find it. And it's also good for your lungs. And it turns out that NAC 
is really good about fighting against COVID. So what did the FDA do? Banned it. Yes. And that has to go into a stage two trial. And so let me tell you this. Don't trust me. Don't trust the CDC. Do your own research. And it's like, well, you just, all these people who say they do their own research is they just look at Facebook posts. That's probably a whole lot more than what you did. Because you turned on CNN and you let Chris Cuomo or Don Lemon or you listen to Fox News and listen to Tucker Carlson. Don't do either of that. Fuck all those assholes. Do your own research. You can, The research is out there. It's easy. Yeah. It, what did we say a while ago? This is the time of information. That's right. We, we, you're living in the information age. But That's why I, I, took, I started taking NAC daily mm-hmm. two years ago. Because I started drinking more. Yeah. And I want to protect my liver. So just to throw this out there, just so I could say it. Um, many years ago, there was this virus brought into the world that we know now as the flu. Okay. Previous to having a vaccine, people were dying deathly ill from the flu. Once a vaccine was discovered, it was administered. Over time, it has worked and increased. And there have been, after the initial inception of the virus, there were multiple variants of the flu virus. Blah, 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 blah. Well, it's not a vaccine. It's a flu shot. Exactly. And you know the way that the flu shot works is like flu season, Australia gets the flu before we do. Mm-hmm. And so the United States, when they administer flu shots, like right now, flu shots are up for us if you want them. Yeah. It's whatever strand came to Australia. But by the time the flu gets here, who knows what strand it'll be. And that's why a lot of people don't take the flu shot no more because when, when you take the flu shot, you're injecting the flu into you. Excellent, yeah. Or and, you're doing that nasal spray. Right. Yeah. And so if that flu that comes isn't the one, you'll probably give yourself the flu that you gave yourself rather than the one that was coming. Mm-hmm. And the only time I've ever had the flu was the time I had the flu shot. No, yeah, I'm right there with you. And But what I'm saying, that what I'm trying to get at is this, is, is that's been around for years, man. You don't see people like burning down people's houses because they didn't get the flu shot. Perfect example. You know what I mean? And the flu shot is is offered at work and school and everywhere else. For free. And, and, like, if you don't want to get it, then you don't have to get it. And they're not going to, like, you know, they're not going to, like, go and, like, castrate you in front of the public for not getting your flu shot. But, I mean. And, and I believe this, and I'll get off of it. It's like I'm going to cover a festival this weekend. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, you have to show your vaccine card or you have to have a negative COVID check. And so I call them, and I was like, look, y'all invited me out to do this. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do either of those. Well, you're not vaccinated? What'd they say? Well, it's none of your damn business if I am. Yeah. We'll show your vax card. Nope. No, I'm not showing you nothing. My personal... It's my, it's, that's my personal medical history. Exactly. And you have no right to that. Mm-hmm. Why are you being such a dick? Well, what if you're sick? Well, I would sit my ass at home like a logical adult. There you go. All right. I know you're, I know you're antsy, but I have to say this. Ready? Because if no one knows, today is October 1st. I hope everyone remember to wake up Green Day. <clears throat> um, wake me up. Also, it is my absolute favorite month of the year. Oh, flannel and, season, baby. And, Pumpkins, bonfires. And me and Al have been talking about this for a long time, and it's about damn time that we freaking get to it, and I say we go find ourselves a ghost. <gasps> There you go. Let's go look up the ghost man, the bearded pawpaw. Wait, 
Who is that? The, I haven't heard of that one. The bearded papa? Nuh-uh. I'm talking about his Instagram. Is uh the guy that we interviewed? At oh, Coons. oh, sorry, Roger. Yeah, 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 yeah Roger. Yeah, yeah. Man. Well, no, I don't think he's. You know, he doesn't even work at Coons anymore. Where the hell's Roger at? I don't know. I mean, I'm we need to look his ass up. But no, dude. Like so. Oh, haunted houses. That's right. Well, I did mention that third week in October. But I'm saying not that. I'm talking about like legit. Like let's we're gonna we're gonna do our own. Wooly boogers, like we're gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna. Well, what I'm saying, it would be great if we could find somebody. And I mean, I mean, we can obviously resource and try to see if we can find somebody that has some knowledge and stuff like that. Let's go stay in the Carolyn Courthouse upstairs overnight. But there's there right now in in my mind in general. Right now there is three places, four places that I know that we could go, and if we wanted to do a you know like a whole deal about it. We can go to Friendship Cemetery. We can go to Call- Callaway Hall, the 4-4 Callaway Hall at MBW. We can go to, uh, I can't remember the name of that, that building at MBW, but there's a building there, uh, the whole building itself. And then um, uh, I'm missing one, I'm missing one, I'm missing one somewhere in Columbus. Oh, Columbus is full of, um, remember, uh, what was that, on Sally Road or whatever? Three, three-legged lady? Oh, three-legged lady? Yeah, no. What Armstrong. a crop of shit. Um, but definitely, definitely Callaway Hall. Definitely, uh, definitely Friendship Cemetery. Um, and the chapel there. The chapel there at MUW. I think that maybe was the fourth one I was looking for. But, I mean, there's plenty more. And here's the thing. If we were going to do it, I mean, we could get... I mean, I'm pretty sure we'd get access. We, 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 we... We plan a number of hours. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna be honest. That ain't because I'm a chicken shit. I'm just I'm not gonna spend a night up in. Uh, you know, we can hang out. We can walk around and for a couple hours. We but. gotta hang out for the wishing hour. You gotta get there at three. That's the rule. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be there at three in a.m. when now all the demons come out. Now we're dancing with the devil. But um, but yeah, dude. No, I, I'm serious. We've been talking about it, and like I said, tis the, tis the season. And I'm saying we could probably. There are people out here, but we just gotta find them. But dude, yeah. hell, I went ghost hunting the other night on at Mississippi State. How about that? Hmm? Didn't see any, but you know. But I say it is time. Cole, thank you so much. Let's go. Yes, uh, let's go enjoy Oktoberfest. Let's do it. Uh, if I knew German, I'd speak it to you. Do you know any? Tell them. What's that now? You know any German? Uh I almost said Dos Vidania, but that's Russian. <laughs> Ambition, a little bit. Huh? What Ambition. Ambition? I'm. 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 Ambition. Yeah. I'm Klaus and Wutenschein. Yeah, I gotta go drink some. Uh, we're gonna go to Muslim Brothers get out of here. Bye.
Daddy cried.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.